You're listening to True Grind Radio with your boy Vaz. Stay tuned and follow me on social media. That's at R-E-A-L-V-A-Z-Z. So guys, I don't even look at my bank account anymore. Frankly, I just pay bills. So I really have nothing extra. And if I do have anything extra, I'd rather not know because I don't want to spend it on something stupid. Um, do you guys steady watch your or steadily watch your bank account? Let me know. Honestly, I feel like the motivation. See, the fact the fact is, I don't really need to know how much I have in the bank. Obviously, I need to know if I got paid correctly. So I will occasionally check just to be sure around payday. But. As long as the bills are paid, I don't really need to know if there's anything extra left over in there. Unless I'm trying to make investments or anything like that. But I usually get separate funding for investments. Like I will sell something or make some kind of extra side income to use toward investments. Also, I feel that Whenever I want something, I find ways to get it with money that's not from what I get paid. Because what I get paid from work is strictly for bills. And so I try not to mix the two for fear of miscalculating and not having enough to pay something. Also, I feel that it gives me determination to work hard work harder to get the thing that I want. So I feel like me doing this podcast, uh, the motivation is just to create a brand that can, I guess, give me financial freedom as well as help people at the same time. And right now, there's a lot of work involved and the determination keeps me, you know, on track. And so I feel like if we all just put something in place to give us that motivation, maybe think about something that you truly want and just know the only answer to get that is through hard work and building a business. And that motivation should drive you. And if that's not enough to drive you, try setting yourself some small goals like pat yourself on the back or reward yourself with something small when you work at something for a week you know at first you work at something for a week a week straight give yourself a small reward and then when you work another week say you're two weeks at something give yourself another small reward and then double it and then after four weeks reward yourself with something small And then after two months, give yourself another small reward. And then four months, you can get yourself maybe a bigger reward. Maybe you've you've truly earned it. If you've been at working at something straight for four months, then you've earned something that's slightly bigger. And just keep doing that until you get to the year mark. And then once you get to that year mark, reward yourself with something big and then try to go another year. And then reward yourself big again. Um, And that's only if you're not motivated by just 
the thought of getting what you want that's big but waiting for it. And I truly believe that everybody has a motivator in their lives, whether whether it's their kids, whether it's something material, whether it's just, you know, wanting a better life. We can all we all just have to figure out what it is that pushes us forward and utilize that and use it as a tool for our success. And really, that's what I've been trying to do this whole time. I know that I want financial freedom for my family. I also want to build a successful business. And I also, on top of all that, want to help the, you know, the world. And whether that be through sharing my thoughts, maybe giving people that small bit of positivity every day, that helps me to want to continue to push forward. And that makes me think, what is it that makes you guys want to push forward? So I want you guys to leave the episode feeling more knowledgeable. Some of you may know about this already. Some of you may not. But what I wanted to talk about was traders and the different type of traders. Since this is kind of a financial episode. And in my opinion, there are three types. There are the short-term trader. There are There is the mid-term trader. I want to say mid-term. And there's a long-term trader. Now, the short-term trader is also known as a day trader. Now, what day traders do is they trade commodities. I'm just going to go with stocks just for the ease. I'm going to say they trade stocks on a daily basis. And they pick their stocks based off of maybe the previous nice news or, or earnings reports. But mostly they go off of one to five minute chart patterns when looking at the market. They're up at nine thirty, or they're up at nine o'clock, getting ready to start their day. Uh, they're trading by nine thirty till about eleven. I want to say some do it for longer if they haven't hit their goal yet. But they're trading very quickly. They're very reactionary people. And if you want to be successful as a short-term or day trader, you have to be very knowledgeable with chart patterns and also the the assistance or the tools that go with day trading as well. There's a lot of tools that you also need to be familiar with and your broker is very important. You need to work with and figure out and understand trading fees and things like that. There's a lot of information that you need to know to be a successful day trader. If you're a very reactionary person and you like fast-paced, a fast-paced environment and the thrill and the excitement, then day trading might be for you. But understand that you need to have discipline as well. You need to be disciplined and patient. And I know it's very difficult to be patient being a a day trader, but you really need to be patient and disciplined and set your stop, your stop losses and your loss and, and your gains and loss goals and understand where to stop whenever you're in a trade. Now, I also want to talk about midterm traders or swing traders. This is what I really enjoy because swing traders look at charts at about a 15 minute to a weekly chart 
just trying to figure out when a certain stock or commodity is going to change course. Meaning if something was trending down for a few months and then it finds a level of support, which is support is basically the level where you think the stock is going to change direction. If it's going downward, the level of support is where you think it'll stop to go back up. And the reason, excuse me, the reason this works is because most people use the same uh, thinking. And so it's good to be knowledgeable when you're a swing trader as well, because most people understand charts the same way. And that's the reason it works, because most people are using the charts the same way. And that makes it work. Now, what swing traders do is they'll hold a position for um, however long the, the stock is trading upward or downward if you're short selling. But that's another story. So they'll hold a position for as long as it's going trending upwards and they will set stop losses, which what a stop loss is, is a, a point or dollar value at which the stock will drop, which automatically lets you sell excuse me sell your position to avoid any major losses but that's more technical jargon i want to give you the simple what each one does so swing traders will hold their position for however long the stock is trading upward and once they make some gains off of that they'll hold another position for you know anywhere from a week to a month mostly from what i've seen it's usually a week or two weeks depending on, on, on who you are or what your goals are. And those traders can trade whenever the market is right for them. And it's really, you know, it's so it's slow paced. You can be really methodical and choose your, your trades. You don't have to rush or anything like that. So it's, it's good if you're starting out. And even more so if you don't have the time or the patience to be a day trader. Now, the last one I wanted to talk about is the long-term trader. And, you know, that's just what it is. The long-term traders are people who want to invest their money in companies that they believe in or big businessmen that are making big moves that want to keep their money in something solid with a solid history with good companies like top companies like Amazon or Microsoft. These are long-term companies now people that are in it for the long term believe in the company and they're willing to hold their money there granted they still keep track of it and will set stop losses just in case the stock tanks for some unforeseen reason but long-term traders are in it for the long haul so they're looking to gain money over time and usually people that are trading for a long term like that are trading in big number big dollar amounts and it it gets pretty crazy to make real money doing long-term trading you have to trade big money amounts because you're trading big money companies so understand that and uh, as far as number values or or amounts of money that you need uh swing for swing trading you can do anything from mm, depending on the stocks you're trading and that's that's a whole nother thing but if you want to trade, you know, like low dollar stocks, and if you're a swing trader, excuse me, you can change, you can use about maybe, you can start off with, you know, five, maybe a hundred, five hundred dollars just to practice. 
Or you can practice with paper trading, which is a whole nother thing as well. And that's just virtual trading, but using the real stock market information. To be a, a successful day trader, you want to start with maybe 500 to 1,000 to be safe. And there's certain platforms you have to use because to be a day trader in the U.S., you have to have a bank account of $25,000. So there's certain routes that you can use to, to be a day trader for way less, but there's kind of some loopholes and some hurdles you have to jump over. But usually if you want to day trade, you're going to need $25,000 in your account at all times. And, but the thing about swing trading is you can trade you know, with any amount of money at any time, which is the cool thing. And long-term trader, like I said, you, you can still be a long-term trader even with a few bucks. And it's, it's actually better than having a savings account if you think the company is going to keep going upward and you keep track of it. You can end up making way more money just holding it into a company that's very successful than you would off the interest of holding your money in a bank account. So just understand that. So hopefully that helped you and give you a better understanding. Sorry if it was just you know, a lot of stuff to take, but maybe that gives you a good starting point to learn more information about trading commodities. So I hope you enjoyed. So let me ask you guys, do you think it's better to have a successful career doing something that you despise to maintain a certain lifestyle or to be happy? Now, I ask this because I was in a situation before where I had I was making good money working for a European automaker. <laughs> we'll just say that. And I had worked really far from where I live and it caused and well, it was an hour and a half drive, you know, and then it was actually three hours driving daily. And this caused a huge rift in between me and my family and I was doing this for a good uh, I want to say like a year or so a little bit longer than that actually and I think at that point I started to really think about if the career that I chose was really worth it and I started to try and find a way to be happier because I was, like I said, I was making good money, but the distance from my house was just, for one thing, I was exhausted all the time and I've almost got into a few accidents just from being so, you know, so sleepy and exhausted. And so that was like one warning sign. And then I had issues at home because frankly, I was never around and granted it wasn't my fault, but still there comes a point where you have to make a decision and decide what's more important. And I feel like when it comes to lifestyle and all of that, it, it's more important to me to be happy. That's me personally. Now, do you guys feel like you could maybe downgrade your current career to be happier or is that worth it to you? Are you more career-minded where your happiness comes from being super successful and you would rather be successful and live a certain lifestyle than to make a little bit less to be 
a little bit happier or maybe you're you're forced to work a, a career or a job where you need it to survive or you need it to make some money for whatever bills that you currently have and i know it's a difficult thing but my choice ended up being to take that pay cut and just work closer to home and it it's helped me a lot more where it's taken a lot of stress off my shoulders and i feel like that is the most important thing because it's not fair to the people that love you for you to be unhappy working something you know for good money but being ultimately depressed or unhappy and the people around you that that love you deserve you to be at your best and that's my honest opinion and when it comes to that I'll, i'm always willing to take the pay cut because ultimately i want to learn how to be happy in the long term i'm still trying to work on on how happiness works and how to survive and live a life of happiness while trying to maintain and do the things you love and and find that perfect balance and like i said i'm still trying to find it and i'm always learning more about myself and learning you know about other people and i honestly feel like we should all just take a step back and just kind of see what it is that'll make us happy because when we're working and working and working and to continue into work to hit this goal that we're not completely sure of what the results will be at the end or what it's going to actually feel like when we hit finally hit that goal that we set that maybe it's monetary what happens then you need to find the spot where you're going to be happy and that's what i'm thinking about is what's going to make me happy cuz i don't want to shoot too far and try to reach for something that's unattainable and just end up shooting myself in the foot not not literally of course but i want to find that balance where i can do whatever it is i have to do maybe find some passive income and just be able to explore and live life the way it was meant to be lived So what is it for you guys? What what is the thing that will make you cut back or what do you find find the most important? Is it success? Is it happiness? Is it love? What is the the answer for you? Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget you can listen on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and a host of other platforms. Just search True Grind Radio on your platform of choice. And listen to me there.